Project Kaleidoscope presents a podcast, listening made more meaningful. In this podcast, we talk about ways of coping with stress through a series of exercises, conversations, lectures, and stories to help you create a positive and beautiful mind. If you're interested, keep listening. Before we begin this podcast, we would like to request your full attention. This episode takes our listeners to a comfortable state. Listen only when it is safe for you to relax and drift off. Be reminded that the information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. This is not an alternative for psychological diagnosis and treatment. Have you ever felt so upset and annoyed when things don't always go according to plan? Or felt so stressed towards someone or something that has done wrong to you? That, my friends is the emotion we call anger. Anger can be a good thing. For example, to help motivate you to find solutions to problems. But too much anger can likely affect you negatively by a lot. That is why for today's podcast, we'll be learning more about anger and how to control it via anger management. Today's podcast is part two of a three-part series entitled The House of Emotions. Be sure to listen to part 1 and 3 as well to engage in the whole experience. Greetings, listeners. I am your host, LD, and this is Project Kaleidoscope. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday. To get started, let us go back and think about the definition of emotion in general. What really is emotion? Well, Emotions are how individuals deal with matters or situations they find personally significant. A person experiences the six basic emotions. These are sadness, happiness, fear, anger, surprise, and disgust. Now, let's go deeper in understanding emotion. A good representation on the connection between our brains with emotion is seen in Dr. Daniel Siegel's hand model of the brain. This model allows us to picture our brain structure and understand why it's difficult to control our reactions when we are overwhelmed with strong emotions, especially in children who are more susceptible to stress. As the name suggests, you need to use your hand for this. Take a look at your own hand and imagine. Your wrist is a spinal cord upon which the brain sits. The palm is the inner brain stem. The thumb is the amygdala. The limbic system is formed by placing your thumb in the palm. Your other fingers are your cerebral cortex, with the tips being your prefrontal cortex otherwise known as wise owl. Close them on top of your palm and thumb, and there you have it, your very own hand model of the brain. To go into further detail, the hand model is divided into the upstairs and downstairs brain. The upstairs brain is geared for more intricate mental processes like planning, decision-making, self-awareness, empathy, and morality. While the downstairs brain is in charge of basic functions like breathing and blinking as well as impulses and emotions. Basically, the amygdala detects danger 
and sends signals to the prefrontal cortex for help. And in turn, the prefrontal cortex will evaluate the situation, thus helping us control our emotional response before our feelings reach a point where it's hard to control them. So what does the upstairs brain have to do with our emotions? Well, without it, we are unable to use logic or reason in dealing with our emotions, thus ultimately leading to tantrums and meltdowns. This is why it's super hard to make any thoughtful decisions when we are angry. Which is why when we incorporate our rationality, we are able to think before we act, therefore regulating our emotions. Now that we got emotions out of the way, let's get to the main highlight, which is anger management. What is it really? To simply put, anger management is the process of learning to recognize signs that you're becoming angry and taking action to calm down and deal with the situation in a productive way. Anger management doesn't prevent or let you hold in anger, but helps you to express that anger appropriately. There are various exercises to effectively help you manage anger. First of which is belly breathing. For this exercise, I humbly ask the listeners to join in as we go through the steps. Are you now ready? Okay, let's begin. First, I'd like you to place yourself in a comfortable position, be it lying flat on the floor or your bed. Now, I want you to relax your shoulders. Loosen yourself up. Place a hand on your chest and another on your stomach. Now, inhale. I want you to breathe in through your nose for about two seconds. Experience the air moving through your nostrils into your abdomen, making sure your stomach is moving outward while your chest remains relatively still. After which, purse your lips as if trying to drink through a straw. Press gently on your stomach and exhale slowly. Now that we're done, how do you feel? What insights did you have just now? For best results, this is repeated several times. Another method is to engage in physical activities such as running, jumping, singing, or dancing. Let activity be your outlet and a tool to give you a change of pace. The next method is optimism. The goal is to change your point of view of life, to look into things positively. To do this, you will need to identify areas in yourself that need changing. For each day, reflect and think about everything that has transpired. And allow yourself to smile and laugh even on the smallest things. The last method is to disengage or practice self-distance. Learn to walk away. If appropriate, tell the other person how you feel and then walk away. For example, I'm starting to feel angry. I need to calm down, so I'm leaving. 
let's talk later. Second, decide when you want to feel better. Remember that you are in charge of how you respond. Your emotions let you know how you feel, but they don't have to be in charge of you. So for today's takeaway, we should acknowledge that emotions, or anger in particular, is a part of life. Anger management is there to help you use this emotion in a more meaningful and productive way. So, remember that being angry is normal, and it's okay. Thinking and reflecting will lead your way. But when too much anger disrupts your flow, this already tells us to let it go. We would like to remind our listeners that information discussed in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional nor an alternative to psychological diagnosis and treatment. So remember when you feel there is something wrong, don't hesitate and seek consultation. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Project Kaleidoscope. And thank you for listening to Wellness Wednesday. If you like this episode, please follow and share our podcast channel or podcast so you and your friends won't miss any episodes. You may visit our official Facebook page, Project Kaleidoscope, and order of us clubbias for more tips on maintaining a healthy well-being. See you in our next episode.